Hey folks, this is Glenn Man. Welcome to an, um, another episode of the podcast. Glenn is talking, man, from New York. And yes, this is another random thoughts episode. A wandering, almost stream of consciousness audio experience just for you. And um, I'm kind of enjoying just doing these sort of just, you know, talking off the top of my head. Uh, not much planned. Uh, hope, hope whoever's listening is enjoying it too. So... What am I talking about now? Yesterday, you know, Sunday, like trying to find something to watch, I stumbled onto a marathon, I guess a marathon, we'll call it, of the TV show Billions, which is in its fifth season. Now, I watched the first season of Billions, uh, how many years ago? I guess that was like five, six years ago, maybe longer than that. And I enjoyed it, but I didn't continue watching the show. Uh, not because, I did, like I said, I enjoyed it, not that I didn't like the Damian Lewis, Paul Giamatti, uh, there's a lot of good actors on the show, but it was like, there's so much content to watch, there's so many shows that, you know, you kind of have to choose something not to watch, right, because when you watch a show, especially uh, dramas that have, you know, that have sort of storylines that continue and continue, it takes an emotional investment, and how many, and so it's only like, a, a, so to me, in, in my opinion, maybe some people can do this. There's only so many shows I can be like emotionally invested in during a certain time period. I just can't. It's like, you know, it's like, cause, cause it's almost like a relationship. Really. It's like friendships. Like, you can have close friends, but how many close friends can you really have at the same time? Uh, something has to give. So that's my uh, complicated reason for not watching Billions all these years, but I watched the marathon, and I was like, wow, I really like this show a lot, I forgot, I forgot how much I enjoyed the first season, and I really loved the characters, and of course, there's been so many plot developments and moves since I last watched, so was I a little lost? Of course, but that's no big deal, really, but now I'm like, oh man, I gotta, now I'm like, I gotta watch Billions every week, and I gotta catch up on all those episodes I missed. Which I like, kind of don't want to, cause I don't. I'm like, I'm not really into binge watching anymore. Like for some reason, like I just, I don't, I just don't like sitting and watching uh, episode after episode after episode of something, unless it's a super super engaging, right? But still, for something that like four or five seasons, like okay, I'm gonna be watching this forever. But yeah, I'm like, I gotta, I'm like back into billions. And if you can, in case you know what billions is, I've been talking my head off. It's about a sort of a cat and mouse game between a. A United States, a United States attorney, uh, prosecutor, played by Paul Giamatti, and Damian Lewis's uh, Bobby Axelrod, who's a hedge fund guy. It's the story, uh, at least the dynamics of the character, were loosely based on a real life uh, prosecutor and hedge fund guy, and you can look that up if you want here in New York. So. Like I said, it's a really it's a good show, and it's about you know it's about the dynamics, the cat and mouse game, the you know sort of the legal cat and mouse game, and there's sort of like the financials, wheeling and dealing and scheming. And look, I wish I had the aptitude and the talent to be a a finance guy. Like how you know, I like I, I would I would love that just have I love to get those big bonuses you hear about every year. You read about it in the newspapers, in the financial news. People from this bank, they got this amount of money bonus, and now they're going to like the south of France for two weeks, or they're they're buying a a, a new penthouse. 
you know, hey, I would love to have some access to that that kind of capital. So, I guess maybe so. Maybe you haven't watched Billions before. Maybe you're a Billions fan. You're thinking, what took you so long, Glenn? Why? Okay, so I'm back, right? So, an interesting development, not development story. A bird that, to be honest with you, I haven't heard of a great blue heron before. It's a looks sort of like a a man-eating dinosaur, but it's a bird. There's a picture, there's actually no video footage of this bird in Central Park eating a rat. Which is like, so disgusting. But I know, I know you're saying it's a bird, it's nature, but you know, like I tweeted this before, I'm like, there's too many good restaurants in New York City to settle for eating a rat, even if you're a bird. Like if you just hover and fly around uh, some of the Michelin star restaurants around, you can get a good meal. So there's no excuse. This bird is just lazy. You know, just if you just fly out of Central Park, uh, you head down to a lot of the nice bistros in the Greenwich Village, a nice Italian restaurant, head over to Little Italy, or you know, fly to the Bronx, Fifth Avenue, uh, a lot of places in Chinatown. I mean, this is too many choices for even a bird to be eating a rat. This kind of grossed me out. Got enough of the, enough about that. That bird, uh, even though it's sort of majestic looking, kind of creepy and scary looking, but also majestic. Which you know, hey, I didn't even I didn't even know we had creatures like that uh, hanging out in Central Park. I mean, I know we had creatures in Central Park hanging out. You know, like people up to no good trying to hurt people. But I mean, like you know, Animal Planet crocodile hunter type uh, birds, uh, just you know, chilling in Central Park. I didn't notice. So it's really interesting, and you know Central Park. I've, I've only haven't. I think I'll, yeah, I, I only went to. I didn't go to Central Park at all this summer. Uh, I passed through it because I took. I was going cross town to a bus, so I didn't spend any time in Central Park this summer. But usually, like especially when I was younger, I used to make it a point where, yeah, I'm gonna spend as much time as I can in Central Park every summer. Um, as I got older, I'm like, oh, this is a. Other parks. I've always loved. Uh, of course, Washington Square Park has become my favorite park. I think, uh, as an adult, Central Park as a kid and teenager, I would say, Washington Square Park as an adult. Bryant Park also when I was a little bit younger in my twenties, just hanging out. It's in Midtown. It's a nice place. Also used to work for them, at one point. So it was kind of cool. We hang out at a place for years, and, then, and eventually you like kind of work for the, the people that manage it, which is kind of surreal but it kind of takes the enjoyment out because now I can't really hang out there anymore uh, even though it's been years since I worked there but now it's like uh, but now I'm like oh there's people I recognize that I used to work with or now I remember when I was sitting there and I was on my lunch break and someone was, uh, so it's like the, the the thrill is gone as the late great B.B. King uh, used to say uh, other favorite parks now this has become a park podcast I guess uh, McCarran Park in Brooklyn uh, which I really love Oh, I'm speaking of Brooklyn, Brooklyn Bridge Park, beautiful. Uh, I remember they were building it, it was just construction, you know, like, is this thing ever going to be done? And this stunning views of Manhattan, the greenery is, seems extra green, if that's possible. And really, if you get a chance to go to Brooklyn Bridge Park, uh, definitely uh, go there and hang out. Even though, even though summer is unofficially over, Labor Day. 
which was always like when you were a kid in school, you're like, oh man, summer's over. But then you know what? But also it's like, ooh, there's gonna be new TV shows coming on. And remember, you gotta be a certain age now. They used to do the preview specials of the upcoming lineup of fall television. They also have a special one just for the cartoons. I mentioned cartoons in another podcast episode a couple episodes ago. But yeah, they have like the, the preview of the new cartoons that are going to be coming. And, and the ones that are going to be returning. And they have the fall preview of all the new TV shows. And if you're a real TV junkie and a real fan, you would get excited. Because if one of your favorite shows, which aired on network television, was now moving into syndication... And you're going to be able to watch it five days a week on your local TV station. I mean, this was a big deal back then. Now, this young generation, uh, they don't, they, they, they got everything handed to them. They got Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and Disney, and they don't have to wait for anything. Everything is just there for them. They don't understand. Yes, this is my sort of walking in a snowstorm speech that so many people give. And, and that's true, too. When I was a kid, school's really closed. Basically, never closed for bad weather. Now, of course, weather has gotten more extreme. But back in the day, closed for a snowstorm, uh, closed for a tropical storm. Uh, yeah, whatever. Now, I used to like going to school though during really bad weather because so many kids wouldn't go to school. So many kids' parents probably just said stay home, whatever. Kids just probably cut school and went back home. But I used to love, especially high school. I used to love going to school on these bad weather days because no one was hardly there. And you could have a lot of fun, especially because there'd be, there'd be a lot of kids going, a lot of teachers called out. So especially if, like, a couple of your friends decided to come to school too, man, you could have a lot of fun, man. You just sit in empty classrooms with teachers who don't feel like teaching anyone. So they're, like, saying, hey, read a book. Or if you're real lucky, they, they will out the old TV and the VCR. Now I'm really dating myself. The VCR, good lord. And you can watch a movie or something. So yeah, those those were the days back then. But now every you know now with the weather, kids they get snow days and rain days and flood days and oh the sun is too hot. They, well they don't get those days. They should get those days, especially the sticks. The fact that there's some schools that don't have air conditioning still, I believe, here in New York City, kind of, I, I just don't get that. But, you know, it, it is what it is. So, right now, this is the point where I'm just kind of scrolling just to see what's happening around uh, the world and days and everything. And, you know, we've had a lot of talk about crime here in New York. Uh, especially earlier in the summer. As the summer went on, uh, there wasn't so much debate. But there has been crazy crime stories that you hear about. And you're like, what's going on? Like, these, some of these stories are, are sort of kind of scary. Uh, but there was, there's always the people who overhype. There's always people that, that exaggerate. Where, okay, yes, crime is up. And these people are like, oh my God, it's just like it was in the 1970s and the 90s. No, it's not. Like, stop it. Like, especially, and especially people who live through that. Like, come on now, you know it's not as bad. And then the closest people who even did, who went around then, like, okay, I don't even know what point they're trying to make. But still, it's always easy people say, oh, the skitty's going back to the bad old days. 
no, not. That doesn't mean we should let things get bad or we shouldn't try to improve it. But, you know, these are some of the things, uh, you know, that we should be aware of or, or concerned about in anything. But, you know, but, yeah, people just, people tend to, send, people tend to exaggerate. Sometimes for good reason. I think people get desperate. People get scared. Uh, they want to know anything what's going on. So, you know what, let's talk about love for a moment. Why do I want to talk about love? I don't know. I just kind of scroll by something. See, I, I, actually, this was a couple weeks ago. I was reading about, like, pandemic couples. Uh, people who, like, early in the pandemic hooked up with someone. That's because they didn't want to be lonely. And they figured, hey, I, 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 want, I want to quarantine with someone. So they kind of moved in together. And some people, like, uh, like it was like an instant connection. Some people were like, oh, it might not work out. Then you have people who, like, met people online. Now, of course, online dating is not a novelty anymore. There are people who met people because of the pandemic, because they might not have met that person. They met them online, and connection, and they, they managed to see each other despite whatever travel advisories and other things. And maybe they met in a, a neutral location because they couldn't. One person couldn't travel to the other place because of certain travel bans, and you know they fell in love and everything. So. uh I think harkening back on a point I made in the previous episode, the pandemic has really clarified for people things that they really value and things that they really want. And you see this in romance and relationships. You've seen this, of course, with jobs, with people quitting jobs, with people starting businesses. Uh, I think it has put into focus... uh, People saying, hey, like, I don't want to waste time doing stuff I don't want to do. I don't want to waste time being with people I don't want to be with. I don't want to waste time being alone when I can be with someone. So it's kind of like change everyone's sort of like priorities. And I think in a positive way, now there's a lot of crazy stuff that's happened with this pandemic, which we all know about. You just turn on your news or you just turn on to your, you turn to your Facebook page and you, you, you see... Uh, sometimes this stuff people are fighting about, and it's, I'm to the point where we should be. I don't think we should even argue. Like there's a lot of pleading about people. Like you know what, we shouldn't even. Obviously, it's falling on deaf ears, right? And you know, who knows when this situation is gonna be over with? Maybe 2022, maybe 2023, maybe 20. Who knows? Maybe there's a miracle. Maybe you wake up one morning and they're like, oh, look, uh, we, we've made some over-the-counter rubber tussin this for COVID-19. Everyone can take it, and now we can get back to normal. That would be great. That would be absolutely amazing. Is that going to happen? Probably not, but hey, one can dream of a better day, sort of in that manner. And it's, you know, September is here, and... We're heading into the fall, you know. So we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make it. Let's be positive here for a moment. As you might hear the train in the background, let's be positive that we're gonna make make it through this. We're gonna get through this, and we're going to make it through this and move on to some other problems that drive us crazy. But this particular situation, yeah, we can get through it if we want to. So on that note. 
I just want to share some thoughts with you. Uh, I started off saying, watching Billions, hey, watch Billions, watch any other show you want to watch. Maybe revisit a show that you were watching before and didn't stick with. Uh, maybe that will bring a little bit of much-needed uh, entertainment and joy into your life during these difficult times. My name is Glenn Mann. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at Glenn Price Man. You find out on the podcast notes. Email is podcast at manglenn.com. You know, man with two ends, Glenn with two ends. And, as I always say, if you would like to buy this podcast host a cup of coffee or a donut or maybe two donuts and a cup of coffee, you can Venmo me with the handle at manglenn. That's man with two ends, Glenn with two ends. You know the deal. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourself.